let's play dungeons and dragons hello everybody welcome to episode 23 of D, D 404 welcome back coming out fresh off the uh recap episode hope everyone is tuned in caught up and ready to go into an exciting session of D, &D 404 everybody why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves let me know how you feeling, baby. Starting with the bashful Jared. Oh, Armos over here, just living his life. Uh, you know, friendly warlock. And I'm Minis. Ha <laughs> ha, boisterous <laughs> little mini tar ranger at your service. Sid, say hello. I hate you. <laughs> Good boy, Sid. <laughs> and I am Alec. I play Drell of the Ashborn, and I'm fucking really excited for this new arc, so... Yeah. Oh, and I'm Dan. Two. I don't think I said that. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, we're going to nail this. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah, does Dan, Dan played by Minus. Minus played by Dan. How are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> I can't wait yeah, to hear. Arc. Um, new arc. New arc. Second arc, by the way. New arc. Characters are now level four after oh, that finally. meaty boss battle. So everyone did their little level ups. Everybody's good to go. Wait, we were yeah. supposed to level up? <laughs> Oh, yeah. no. All right, give us another 20 minutes, Tony. Uh, see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, give me a sec. Yeah, 20 minutes later, or whatever sound <laughs> So normally we do the recap. Well, for, well, first we do the rundown, and then we go into a recap. But we had a huge recap episode already, so we're just going to go ahead and go right into the episode. If anybody has anything they want to say before we start... Now's the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we already had our first Twitch stream, and you missed out on it if you weren't there. So make sure you go follow us on Twitch, D&D44POD D on Twitch. Okay, go follow. My you man. My and man. if you missed it, it's on YouTube. Go yeah. check it out. All live streams go straight to YouTube. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I believe we're ready to play Bard. Roll the intro, and let's get on with season two. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It's going to be a recap first, but yeah. We had a whole recap I episode. Like There's no recap. <laughs> no, it's going to be the little mini journal, remember? No, wait, he's going to be like, this is... And then the music's going to play. And then it's going to fucking be like... He's, you know, he's going to be like, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. This is... I want to play. Let's play. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Heroes, gentlemen, a few days have passed since the events of Riverwood Forest. You three managed to not only survive, but cleanse the corruption plaguing the forest, slaying the marrow holding it captive, and returning the heart of the forest where it belongs. You three are now out of the Riverwood Forest and find yourselves on a nice stagecoach. Modest in size and comfy to the bum. Several days have passed since your encounter with, Gil with Gilfro. After you returned the heart of the forest back to its landmarked tree, it climbed out of the temple. Getting out of the forest, there was a breeze. Leaving felt like Melora herself marked a safe path for you. You were not attacked by monsters and met or met with any dangerous creatures or beings. Upon exiting the forest, you found the road you were traveling on before on the west side of the forest. The only problem is that you did not have any transportation like you did before. You didn't see your horse or Minus's cart. It was lost. Fuck. You hear Minus crying in my horse. <laughs> my horse, man. Reginald's crying. Oh, the horse, my man. Car. The horse. Not my car. 
<laughs> you hear a horse whinny in the <laughs> lost forever. Um, <laughs> the first few days out of the forest were challenging as you now had to walk what was left of a seven day carriage ride. Not to mention all of your travel rations and survival equipment were stored in that cart and was never retrieved after you were captured by the Koatoa tribe. However, with Minus being a ranger and Drell and Armos, the three of you managed to form one functioning brain cell and were able to survive out in the wilds by hunting and gathering. After walking the forest road, it eventually meets with another road that merchants often take. The road Duncan warned you not to take when you started your journey, and on that road, you managed to meet a stagecoach on the way to the town of Dilmore. The stagecoach was also heading to the town of Dilmore. The carriage driver remembered who you three were and when you took care of the bugbear problem a few weeks back and offered you a ride and thanks for helping the town. We now pick up where you three are in a nice carriage not too far from the town of Dilmore. What's going through you guys' minds right now as you now finally get to relax in this comfy stagecoach after living about five, six days out in the wild? I need a shower. <laughs> yeah, you guys smell pretty bad. So you guys went through a murky, swampy forest. Um, we're inside of a lot of shit, outside of a lot of shit, in sewage water practically. You guys are white, smelly. This this guy's gonna have to scrub down the carriage, uh, scrub down the stagecoach after you guys leave. I don't know what you're talking about, Armos. I've been taking baths every single day. You guys don't haven't been licking yourself. What what gives? <laughs> you forget to lick yourself? What's going on? <laughs> Reginald, like he's like oh, you're. I hear the licking every day. He's like twitching. He's like, his eye twitches a little bit. It never stops. <laughs> Drell, how are you feeling? Uh, I figure Drell is kind of just like, you know, like picking shit out of his beard, <laughs> like twigs and leaves and shit like that. He's just trying to, he's kind of in the same boat as Armos. He's, he's pretty stoked for to at least clean off. I don't know if a bath or a shower is probably going to work for him because he's so giant. Well, you're pretty used to this. You know, you grew up in the frigid north. This is like nothing that's too far every element outside of weather. You know, uh, it's also summertime now. So it's the first week of summer. So the heat has been a little intense. And he's probably he's probably a little bit uncomfortable in the um, in the heat as well just because he is from the north and it's a lot colder up there. <laughs> Armos is definitely uh, seeing that we're probably going to be near the town, so he's trying to get as presentable as he can, so he's kind of like polishing like a, a the turd that he is at this point because he's so covered in everything. Armos, you want me to give you a little lick down? I could do one real quick. I'm enough with the licking. Okay, I'm just saying. There is. He's going on with the licking again. <laughs> you guys not lick yourselves? Is this something I don't know? Why are you being so weird about it? I used to bathe in the blood of the innocent. I literally watched you lick yourself yesterday. Like <laughs> a bump in the road alerts you as the sound of wagon wheels rolling on dirt now shift nicely to paved cobblestone road. Looking out of the window with the carriage on the road, the, moost, the, <clears throat> the mood changes along with the road. The smooth paved road decorated with sleek red stone line a path to the city town just a mile out. The sound of more wagon carriages and horses can be heard outside the stagecoach. The coach driver knocks on the hood of the cabin and yells in, yells in and goes, Dilmore Gates in 15 minutes or so. Uh, you get closer to the city gate and then the stagecoach driver slows down and soon to a halt. Outside, you hear people in line all gathered around the city gate, forming lines at respective uh, stations. So uh, the stagecoach is now stopped outside. When you look through like the window, maybe open the door, uh, you see a whole bunch of people uh, standing in line 
So the line that you're in, you notice that there's more stage coaches behind you. On the right, you notice that there's like a bunch of people without any stage coaches, like they've walked to the city. Uh, on the other side, like the left side of the carriage, you see another line of larger wagons. It looks like they have a lot of goods on them. They could be merchants. They could be people out hunting and gathering for the day and bringing things back uh, into the city. But everybody, before they go in, uh, are talking to the guards and you guys are now waiting in line. So from here, you guys can now talk and maybe take a look around. I guess the first thing is, it, does it look like they're talking to the, only talking to the guard or does it look like they're being searched as well? Go ahead and make me a perception check. All right, first one of the day. Ha ha. <laughs> Fuck. That's a five. So a five. 15, 14. I'm wiser now. I mean, 16, 16 for minutes. So minutes, when you look out of the stagecoach, you notice that the people um, that don't have any type of transportation, they're getting in a lot quicker than they are with you. When the guard talks to anybody, you hear kind of the same questions over and over again to like state your business, what's your name, are you visiting? With a 16, when you look over on your left side, you see you're over here in the conversations and the, the guard's questions are a little bit different from the ones that are just may have been uh, locals going in and out of town. They're asking what are they selling, profit margins, they're asking the type of stuff they're carrying in, they're asking if they're selling foods, if they're selling armor, where they're selling, if they have a, a permit to set up in a certain town, if there are any relations to stores. You don't get any keywords or key phrases. You do hear Red Spring District uh, a lot when you focus in on those conversations as all the merchants or potential buyers and sellers are heading over there. Um, and everybody's giving their names. So you hear all these different names uh, from all different directions. Um, then the last thing you notice with a 16 is that over the gate, so this gate that you're at is not like a normal gate where it's like a couple feet high. It is a large stone wall that has like uh, flags hanging down from it, okay? And the guard posts where they're stopping everybody to ask all these questions is like an overhanging arch. Like these walls could potentially stop like invaders. They're like three times the size of Gilo's walls. Man, they really care about security here at Dilmore. Mm -hmm. Are these like the town's guard or is it like the red guard? Ah, so you see a mix of colors. So there are some guards that have red, um, red tabards on. And there are some guards that have blue tabards on. The guards with the red tabards have a sigil on them where, and the sigil is a shield with a sun uh, in the middle of the shield. Those are also the same sigils you see hanging over the city gates. And that's the red guard, right? Yeah, that's, that's the, the red guard. The yeah. yeah, that's the red guard. Um, yeah, we don't recognize sigil. any of them, do we? The red guard ones, Not, we would. No, they're all like helmets. They're just like, yeah. So you don't catch wh where you are now, just looking out the window and they're talking to people, you don't recognize any red guards, no. Uh, okay. So um, mm. so what you know about the red guard from Gilo is that they're a, they're a separate guild that have different chapters everywhere. The, it looks like the presence here is far greater than the presence it was in Gilo. What's the uh, what's the story with our our little cab driver? What's 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 his story? I'm sure we've talked to him at this point. Yeah. So when you talked to him a few days back, uh, about two days ago, uh, his name is Jerry. You, this is a man you haven't seen before. Um, when he saw you on the road, he was taking like a pit stop and you guys cross his path on Capitol Road, which is the road you're on now. And he recognized you guys from 
Duncan's Tavern, the running goblin. Minus yells out the card. What's taking so long? Hurry up. Hold on. There's a line. You got a lot of people coming in. My name is Jerry, by the way. A little disposition there. All right. <laughs> I'm yelling at the guards. We didn't ask your name. All right. <laughs> I'm not yelling at the ca I'm yelling at the guards. Like, hey. Uh, okay. The stagecoach makes it to the city gate. It stops under a large stone archway. You hear the coach driver outside talk to a guard stating his business and mentions that his passengers it gives a brief description of you three so you hear the stagecoach driver he's talking to the uh guard he goes oh hey there red we got a packed one here today quite the weird bunch uh we got one of them biggins back then a red cow fella a red fella and a cow yep it's uh it's them boys from gilo yep here you go and he hands a bunch of paperwork the guard walks over over to the side of the coach and knocks on the door and then opens it. In pops in a helmed red guard member. Guard is wearing like a steel skull cap, painted red. Underneath the helm is a longish face with a long hooked droopy nose with a messy five o'clock shadow that's been growing over the last two days. He has heavy bags under his eyes. He leers over at the three of you and he looks like he just wants no part of this. Hello. <sighs> it's cause we smell, uh, hello right? Hello there, sir. Is, is it, do we you smell that smell bad? Quite, you we definitely smell, smell. Quite bad. <laughs> Uh, he's like kind of plugging his nose. He goes, hold on, hold on. I have been bathing daily. Thank you very much. Hold on. Hold on. He comes out. He a little corks. He comes back in. He has like corks in his nose. He's like, uh, yeah, a lot of people often smell as they come through here. Um, he takes out a pad. He gets a quill. Like I said, starts writing down. He goes, all right. Um, what are your names? Uh, Minus Pebblewalker of the Ivory yeah, Boulders. Right, right, I was going to write down Minus. Minus. You probably heard of me. Soon to be king. Ha <laughs> ha. He gives you a, he just looks over at you, raises an eyebrow, goes, <clears throat> I'm going to write down Minus Pebble Walk. Okay. Shorthand here. Uh, he looks over at uh, you, Armos. Armos Vannon. Armos Vannon. Maybe Regal. Uh, looks at the, looks at you. What's your name, big fella? My name? It's uh, David. Reginald goes, since when? <laughs> Give me the second check. <laughs> I'm not expecting that. <laughs> Fuck. It's an eight. Not bad. He goes to write down David and he catches himself. He puts down the pen in his paper and he rubs his eyes uh, in between his eyes with his two fingers. He goes, listen, 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 listen. Biggin, you're new here. Probably never been here before. So I'm gonna give you one last chance. Okay. <laughs> Tell me your name. I know your big ass is named Dave. Okay. Oh yeah, we were drinking a lot last night, so he oh, <laughs> he's yeah. having a bad morning. You're close. Oh yeah, sorry, that's my drunk alter <laughs> ego. That sometimes I just forget, you know. So please, it's uh, it's it's Drell. It's Drell. Okay, all right. He picks his pen back up. He goes Drell, aka David. You got a last name, Drell, aka David? Um, no, not really. Just Drell of the Ashborn, pretty much. It's what people. People call us, you know. The Ashborn. Great, thank you. Uh, <laughs> signs off on that. He goes, all right, state your business. Just traveling, traveling through. Tra just traveling through. Where, where are you going? Aramore? Uh, we're going to take a shower or a bath, you know, yeah, one of those. That's that's the main thing we're looking for. Okay. Yeah, we're on our way to the Kambuki Isles and uh, got a little, you know, uh, rough Ooh. on the road. So we really just need a place to stay. You see his eyebrows raise a little bit when you when you say Kambuki. I was like, oh, well, export. Okay, 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 okay. Different. Okay. Uh, you plan on selling a? We're on vacation. Oh, that seems nice. I I <laughs> never I, heard of that before. I quickly give <laughs> Armos a nudge, to, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> he goes on vacation. Would you give Armos a nudge? He, oh, say that again. Yeah, minutes. 
I give Menace a... <laughs> Armos gives Menace a, a nudge to tell him to shut the fuck up. On, he starts scribbling it. On vacation. <sighs> Must be nice. Like yeah, it's those. spring break. <laughs> summer. It's summer. <laughs> it's our spring it's break, summer. you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you plan on selling, trading, a vendor? Are you a vendor? Are you traveling on behalf of a merchant? You got any merchandise? I'm assuming no. No, we're just excited to see the city. Never been here before. Standard protocol, you understand. Okay. Uh, are you staying longer than a fortnight? Uh, Drell, what does that mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. Armos, what's know. Fortnite mean? I, I don't know. Armos. I think it... I, th I think it's some kind of game, right? <laughs> it's, like it's four days, game. I think. Chess I, I, game, I right? I don't know. Is this is this a colloquial lizer? Uh, what is what is a fortnight, sir? It's about half a full moon's passing. So it's like a week. I don't I don't really know how this works. I don't. It's two weeks. Two two weeks. Two. Minutes is counting on his hooves. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to go ahead and say yes. Yes. Sure. Yes. Chalk is down is maybe. Sure. All right. <laughs> okay making this process a lot harder than it needs to be. I'm just letting you guys know, okay? Well, you're using weird words. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you just ask us if we were going to stay for two weeks? Why don't you just say how many days? You'd have to go and say fourth night. He rubs his eyes again. He's like scratching underneath his head on the skull cap. And he's like clearly sweaty. It's all red because he hasn't taken it off for hours. Let's have a deep side. All right. All right. You need to learn some rules here before you go in. The rules before you enter. Dilmore is overseen and protected by the Red Guard in collaboration with the Dilmore City Guard. All weapons must be bound at all times. Larger weapons must be stored in a safe place at all times, unless you have a permit or are leaving the city. All violations of the city will be handled by the city council, meeting judge, juried, and resolution within ye city. If ye understand, ye may proceed. Ye understands. Uh. I also ye understand. I give him a nod. I need you to verbally say it, Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ye all have a good day. He shuts the door. He walks over to his guard post, puts the book down. Uh, as the stagecoach starts driving, you're able to get like a glimpse in, and he's like just leaning over it, just rubbing his temples. He's like, oh. As I pass, can I throw him a picture I drew of him like in a paper airplane form? <laughs> sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go, hey, oh. th thanks for being real nice to us. We'll see you later. What's your name? And I throw the little paper airplane. <laughs> he just mumbles something as you pass before he goes, um, what was that? <laughs> before you're able to hear it. <laughs> the crowd noises eat up his name. Go uh, ahead and give me a persuasion check real quick. Sure. That's a nat pumpkin. <laughs> a nat pumpkin is a net 20. Net 20. <laughs> <laughs> I use pumpkin dice. You, look, you see, uh, right before he fades from the distance, uh, he unfolds the paper airplane. He stretches it out on his desk, and it looks like he's about to hang it up before he cuts from your view. The stagecoach uh, moves through the uh, uh, moves through the underpass, and you enter a lively city. You enter through the Capitol Road East District. There's a sign there that says so. A few minutes go by, and a coach stops, and a driver slides a small window open, appears in, and he goes, "All right." Here you go. This is your stop. I have to go check in the coach. Attend to Mr. Pudding. The horse neighs in the background when his name is said. You guys get out, and you are now in the city of Dilmore. 
Uh, Drell uh, wants to try to pet the horse before. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, animal head on check. Ah, this again. Fuck, that's in that one. <laughs> oh my God! No way! You walk over, and before you can even make any type of gesture towards it, he just smells your horrific scent and goes to kick you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna time skip like 30 seconds in the future and there's a giant like hoof on his like a giant hoof imprint on his chest uh as you guys are now walking <laughs> <in the scene. laughs> no that horse is a lot meaner than my horse uh, i'll show you how to pet a horse next time drill i know you haven't done that a lot <laughs> mr pudding can be quite aggressive <laughs> all right i think you guys we need are to... in the city of dillmore listen hey. um just what time of day is it it's about three in the afternoon, you know, afternoon. A, a late lunch or an early dinner, you would say. Um, so you guys did hear some rules when he said your weapons need to be bound. Okay. Um, yes. So bounding means like it's your safety's on. So if any sheath weapon is tied to the sheath, so like you need to take like an action to untie the weapon if you were going to use it. Um, so as you look around, you see people like they have swords. They're all sheath and all the hilts have like a rope tied to the sheath so it's not so easily drawn. You don't see any large weapons. So Drell, you have two massive weapons. So nobody's, all the guards are looking at you when you got all your stuff off, but they know you just got in town. So you are, you have a short amount of time to find a place to store these weapons because you can't walk around with them. Even if I like wrap it up? Even if you wrap it up. Fuck. If you wrap it up, you could maybe like get a persuasion check. If a guard tries to stop you, it would definitely help. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you're not allowed to carry large two-handed weapons because they can't be bound. Okay. Uh, and then, like a giant sword is still going to hurt even if it's wrapped up because yeah. it's a huge weapon, right? Me seeing the uh, me me seeing the guards and giving us looks, I think it's because of me and I take my, my hands that are shaped in finger guns and I put them in my pockets to... Put my weapons away. <laughs> you see a red guard member, one of the guards on a post. He looks at you and he gives you like a nod. <laughs> respect. Well, it gives you like a little respect. He goes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, just give me a perception check real quick. That's a 12. Uh, nat 20. 14. Oh. Went from nat 1 to nat 20. <laughs> so nat 20, you know that people the people coming in the guards and the people that are already here um nobody looks like you where you are right now everybody's pretty much human or half elf i mean they've never seen a tiny minotaur before <laughs> they so they're looking at you because of how different you look like they just see a minotaur walking around they see an eight foot guy walking around um and they're definitely staring at armos because there's no tieflings around at all. There's no general sense of disdain or anything, but, and the guard members are also looking at you more than any other person coming in. You guys just stick out and you are aware of it. So what do you guys say we uh, find a place to take a shower, maybe like an inn or something, we can put up our weapons. I agree with that. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we're gonna kind of just look around until we find an inn see if we can find yeah, one. Yeah, that's the first protocol for well, sure. Well, there's other guards. What if we just ask one of the guards? I don't want the guards to oh, know where idea. we're staying. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it okay. doesn't matter. We can ask guards. Well, yeah. If our do, what's the what's the vibe? So where you are right now, when you look at all the buildings, you're currently in the Capitol Road East District. That's the name of it. When you guys walk in, you saw sides going to other districts. 
all the buildings around you, there are it's mostly houses. The houses are very well built. They have nice roofs. There, nothing is like that. It's like it's all stone. It's pleated. Everything looks well kept. The town that you're in looks more like an up and coming city. The streets are way more packed than they were in Gilo. The guard said the trading district was what do you say the red district? He said Red Spring. Red Spring. Red yeah, Red Spring District. Yeah. So the further you walk into the town, the town has a general shape of like a T. So as you guys walk through the city, getting a little bit deeper, you do see different signs. You see Capitol Road East District where you are now. You see the up, you see signs for the upper district, Capitol Road West District, Red Spring Market District, and the Knots, which is south of the town. And then there's, a, and then there's one last sign. There's a Red Guard guild house sign that points north kind of in the same direction as the upper district and in the distance you see a more of a castle style house with walls surrounding it and it has it's also waving the banner that you saw outside with the shield with the sun crest on it all right so i say we stay away from that castle over there um Minis, why don't you go ask a townsperson, uh, maybe like what the best inn in the city is? Okay. And I just walk to the nearest person. Hey, you. And I tug on their pants. <laughs> just anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Random just dude? like the closest person. It's not a guard. It's not a guard. R roll me a random luck check to see what you get. Uh, uh, hire the younger. What? Uh, like the higher you roll, the more youthful the person is and able to talk to you. If you roll like a one, I'm going to give you an old person. Oh, oh, great. Okay. Is it not 20 like a baby? <laughs> I got a two. <laughs> Wait, am I getting a help action from Armos? Or? <laughs> no, that means it's an old person. They'll know what they're doing. Yeah, Wait. possibly. Wait. Oh. Where are you? Oh no, they're you really old. An, hey. uh, elderly person. He has like a giant walking stick. He oh, has God. a ripped up wizard hat, wizardish type hat. Comes to a point. Uh, looks very tattered as he's walking through the town, and he uh, feels the tug of his pants. He turns around, going, "Wait." Who did that? Hey, uh, Minus Pebble Walker. I'm what? I'm just new here. I'm looking for pebbles. I don't got any pebbles. He looks around. No, can't find in. you. Drell yells to Minus. Oh. Minus, not that guy. Someone else. Someone, and he does like the oh, whole like neck slicing uh, thing. Has somebody lose their dog? Uh, sorry, sorry, There's sir. Somebody... Sorry for bothering you. And I move on to the next person. <laughs> he just looks at you with a heat with a long underbite. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> oh, I met a talking dog today. That's pleasant. <laughs> and he continues on his way. I look for someone like, <laughs> someone like middle aged. Yeah, I got you. I just had yeah. a best. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, so you find you pull somebody over. Um, gentleman, you you find he's wearing um, normal clothes. He looks like he's crossing your path, so he's trying to go maybe home or just has some business behind you. Uh, he's wearing like finer cloths, um, and he has like a, a satchel uh, around his waist, so it looks like he's carrying a bunch of paperwork and things like that. He goes, yeah. uh, he looks at you. He has like a weird look on his face, uh, more confused. He goes, ah, how, how can I help you there? Ah, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, don't mind the, the smell. We've been traveling a while. We just need to know the nearest inn and I won't uh, bother uh, you no more. Didn't notice the smell until you mentioned it. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, nearest inn? looks behind him he points down you see that the road kind of splits off um the road you're standing on right now is very uh nice it's paved very nice it's like intricate designs in there uh because you're on capitol road this road leads all the way to the city of aramore uh that you know about and there's like another road that's still nicely made but it's not as nice as capitol road and it veers off and goes deeper into the city uh yeah so if you go uh 
you know, just go make a left over here. Uh, follow that road. You'll get into the Red Spring District and there's a whole bunch of taverns there. This guy is carrying lots of books. He he has like a satchel that's like holds books and papers in it. Oh, you look uh, you look really smart. Are you like uh, are you like a a, a, a librarian? Like a, a a magic person? Do you what what do you do? No, I'm not magic. I'm just uh, I work at the I work at the town bank. The teller. The bank. Yeah. Hey, have you ever heard about the uh, legendary three-headed hydra of the Kambuki Isles? I gotta go. So uh, you three oh, have a, uh, you have a nice day. Oh, okay. He starts uh, to move the second you start talking about hydras. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. catch you later. Yeah. Uh, Minus, by the way. Minus, nice to meet you. Yep. What was your uh, likewise? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Bye. Cool. Bye. Cool. He brushes past you and walks away. All right. Yeah. So he points. Uh, he leads you towards the red district uh, area. Yeah, we all head that way and probably just get the closest in. You guys are walking through town. You guys are starting to notice that the environment does change as you um, take the path that he mentioned. So the buildings that were very nice quickly shift as you uh, head into the Red Spring District. The buildings are still nice, but they're more modest uh, and humble than the area you were just in. The buildings look more worn. The wood is a little bit more aged. Nothing looks destroyed or run down but they definitely have that used feeling and now <clears throat> now it's a little more busier because people are still uh walking and buying so you, now you're seeing all these fruit vendors you're hearing uh blacksmith hammers in the distance drill as you're walking through somebody hits like the edge of your large sword he goes oh would you put that yeah, thing I'm away fucking trying buddy flips you off reginald yells kick his ass drill <laughs> so now you're kind of in like the town square the stores branch out down different blocks and streets there are a couple of towers that are surrounding the main square. They look really nice. They look like they have several stories to them. You see one um, kind of like dead center in the middle. Uh, that looks like it's a five-story tavern. And the name is the Golden Castle and Chalice. You see um, another one across the way that isn't quite as tall. That one's called the Mighty Goblin Inn. Uh, and then there's a third one there, uh, a little further down. That one's only two stories, and it's between the fire and the place. Well, uh, you know what? Almost your choice. Which one are we staying in? Fire and at? place. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Drill slowly. You gonna go between the fire and the place? Drill, Drill slowly <laughs> walks towards the goblin. <laughs> Just, uh, uh, Drill, uh, I, I think the one Armo said is this way. Oh, oh, you guys wanted to like stay together? Okay, and he like follows. <laughs> Oh, oh, I mean, you can. <laughs> no, it's cool. I mean, we've just been together for, you know, I don't know. Uh, he kind of kicks some, now. he kicks a pebble awkwardly. <laughs> so those three taverns that like, that are right there, you can clearly tell like there's super high end, there's medium end, and then there's low end. And you guys just chose the low end. Yeah. That's where we, that's <laughs> where we thrive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that one. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, Drell, if you want to go do that, uh, we'll go get washed up and then meet you back here at the shop. Oh, uh, no, it's cool. I'll just roll. I'll just tag along with you guys. Look, it's, if you want to be good. bougie, go be bougie. Yeah. It's cool. And no, it's, <laughs> Drell just follows up and like, starts walking towards him. Okay. Yeah, so you guys make your way through the crowd and you walk inside the tavern. Um, the tavern looks... Although for being considered the low end by its size, it still looks pretty nice. It looks like it's comfy chairs, a lot of benches, several tables. There are people enjoying an early dinner there. Bartender notices you guys walking in and hails you guys over. He goes, oh, we got some three weird ones today, huh? Interesting characters. Come on over. Maybe we can uh, set you up. What are you guys looking for? Here to eat? Here to have a snack? How can I help you, gentlemen? We need to get washed up and then we're going to do all those things. <laughs> smells he goes oh 
You know, I charge for soap here. I'm not. I'm not gonna be honest with you. Soap is a little extra. Yeah, we're gonna need most of it. Okay. Okay. How long, you boy? How long, uh, you three plan on staying? A fortnight. Y yes, a fortnight. A fortnight. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> no, actually, maybe like maybe a few a, days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe only four days. A fortnight might be too long. So you guys want a room with a bath? You want the you want one of the better rooms, right? You guys want a personal bath, or you want to go use the town bath? Do you have any here? rooms with more than one room? Are you looking for like a suite? Yeah, yeah, like a suite or something, you know? Yeah, we got a suite. It's a bigger room. It's got a really big bed. It's got a couple of chairs in there for him to stretch. Yeah, we'll take that one. You want the room with the really big bed and a couple couches in there? Yeah. Okay. Well, how okay. much does it cost? The luxury room, or the penthouse suite, as we call it here. <laughs> really high. It's going to run you about six gold a night. Mm, perfect. It has its own private bath. It'll yep. fit the three. I already just put about 18 gold down on the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how we do it here is that you pay as you use. Mm, okay, then it gives him six. So we'll take the six gold up front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he takes the, the the 12 back. All right, so go ahead. Go ahead and make yourself, uh, make yourself comfortable. Uh, it'll be on the second floor, all the way down the hall, uh, on your left. He got, he hands you guys a key. He goes, comes with complimentary breakfast. I'm trying to do things called the continental breakfast. Hope it catches on. Hope it what catches. Is that, what does that mean? It's a free breakfast. You get some oats. That means like it's as big as a country or a continent. Wait, it's free for the continent? Yeah. Yeah. Which continent do I need to be from to eat it? Home is where the heart is. All right. He turns around for the awkward <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, breakfast is free in the morning. Hey, feel free to come by. Oh, free breakfast. Oh, that guy is kind of weird, huh, guys? This episode, this episode should just be called "Annoying Tony with Dumb Questions." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gentlemen, and if you boys are interested, we got a bard coming in tonight. Should be a fun time. Got a, we're expecting a big crowd. A lot of blood drinking should be should be a fun time. If oh, are sense. they? Or, so they sing a lot, huh? Oh, they sing. They dance. Sometimes they put on a show. It took you for an. Extra I've goal. already slinked out of the conversation. I've already started to head up <laughs> and starting to try to. I'm already <laughs> knee deep in water, washing my stuff off. Okay. All right, so you guys got a nice, uh, luxurious room um, here. Uh, the room is pretty big. It'll accommodate the three of you. It has a really big bed. It has a. Uh, a twin sized bed in the corner and it has a few couches. Uh, it also has its own fireplace and an area for you to take a bath in. Um, the, the rugs are like various animal pelts. This is a big bear one uh, right in front of the fireplace, in front of the couch. Very comfortable room. So you guys will get, if you guys sleep here, you'll definitely get like a well rested bonus um, tomorrow. Yeah, I definitely have Armos teach me how to take a bath for the first time. I've never done that before. Yeah, I show, I, I kind of hose him off like a dog, like you know, trying to, you know what I mean? Well, oh, this is weird. Oh, what are these bubbles, Armos? I get some of that extra, extra money oh shampoo. My God, the They're attacking me, Armos. The bubbles are attacking me. <laughs> There's a big chunk of soap on like a. Uh, on a table. So like in the hotels, how like if you eat at the mini fridge, it like tells you that you're gonna be charged extra. So it's like if you use soap, you'll be charged extra. Like, <laughs> yeah, there is a, a well-stocked mini bar uh, <laughs> in the room. There's a little like crystal there that goes Ching! every time you take something out. <laughs> Amazing. I shake myself off like in the room, like. <laughs> so you guys are washed up. You take some time to um, get you know. Make sure you're decent and everything. What are you guys wearing? Like, uh, are you guys carrying anything with you? Um, like weapons and things like that. Stuff you may not want to be seen. You know, 
me know what you're wearing. Are you guys wearing your armor? Uh, my hands are oh. still in my pocket while wearing my casual clothes, you know, holstering my, my, my guns. Oh, so you, now this is a good, this is a good lull. So those items that you found in the cave, I can tell you what they do now. Oh, yay. So you guys had time to evaluate all your equipment. So Armos, you're carrying a number of things. You're carrying a ring, you're carrying this weird tentacle rod, and you also found a cloak that you didn't realize uh, had some magic with it. You found a rope from the Koatoa after Drell saved you. Yeah, this is like a ways back. So we'll start off with the tentacle rod first, which is the name of it. Of course, it. you're starting it's with called, the tentacle it's rod. Of course, of man. Because... Like, we didn't have <laughs> Listen, enough tentacles. Guys, Why not take yeah, one we, for we, ourselves? Through gotta, the rest of our fit journey. The tentacles in this her stuff, episode, guys. This stuff is a, the <laughs> ring True. and the rod are tuned to you. You get three slots. Ring. So your character. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait, wait. What do you mean? You know, three slots. So every character standard gets three attunement slots. Gotcha. This rod is a magic weapon mm. that ends in three rubbery tentacles. While holding the rod, you can use an action to direct each tentacle to attack the creature you see within 15 feet of you. Each tentacle makes a melee attack with a plus nine bonus on a hit. The tentacle deals one D6 bludgeoning damage. If you hit a target with all three tentacles, it must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. On a failure, the creature's speed is halved and it has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and it can't use reactions for one minute. The ring you got is the ring of jumping while wearing this ring you can cast the jump spell as a bonus action at will but you can only target yourself and the robe that you found a long time ago hey. is the robe of useful items this robe has cloth patches and various shapes and colors covering it while wearing the rope, you can use an action to detach one of the patches, causing it to become an object or creature it represents. Once the last patch is removed, the robe becomes an ordinary garment. The robe has two of each of the following patches. And I'll send you that I, list in I just a it. second. I got it. So how are you guys dressing? I'm wearing my cloak. That's for sure. I mean, Minus is wearing leather armor, so it's just like, uh, that's easy. I'll bring my, uh, he puts two hand axes on either side. Uh, he just has his sling, of course, but he'll leave the javelin here. Actually, no, I'll put the javelin on my back. Uh, Drell, what are you wearing? Um, what are you wearing, big guy? So, yeah. <laughs> so he's Drell's actually gonna take off his chainmail. Um, so he's just gonna kind of go shirtless. He's gonna be just be wearing like um, whoa. Yeah, he's gonna be wearing like pants, boots, um, and then he's gonna keep his cloak on just to kind of like I don't know hide his dagger that's going to be on his like back of because he always keeps that dagger on his back of his waist yeah um so he's going to just like keep the cloak to like cover that um but i i am also going to try to bring uh the great axe with me so i because what i, I want to drop it off and, and like try to see if i can get it sharpened if that's cool so i'm going to try to just bound it and then make that like my first stop okay so you wanted to get treated um yeah, so you go ahead and try to, like, cover up the sharp sides of it. Um, and you think that's pretty suffice? Sure. So all this, it's, it's, how much time has passed? Because we got here and you said it was, like, three, so it's probably, like... About an hour has passed right now. Okay. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's still afternoon, still late afternoon. You guys are just getting settled, taking a, you know, washing, washing yourselves and things like that. So we're supposed to... I'm trying to recall. Duncan told us to go to the town, but he didn't tell us specifically who to go to, right? 
so you're looking for um his he said his friends um were, were like him so you're assuming you may be looking for dwarves or halflings uh what was the the in the innkeeper for our tavern what would he look like just a standard human he wasn't uh he didn't have any really have any like separating features he's a younger man um he has like uh he's wearing like a white shirt he has like uh he's wearing so he's uh more like yeah if yeah, he's pretty human. much yeah, yeah. he has a nice gonna... he has a nice mustache he's growing in some chops during our perception earlier did we notice if there's anything other than just humans in this city you said half elves also half elves Be yeah but you didn't notice anything else nothing else so it's just those two so me and menace are just like an eyesore to anywhere we go I mean, a good eyesore. We're, we're gorgeous. Let's be honest. Yeah, you guys are cute. You know, you guys are cute. So Duncan told us to go see his halfling friends in Dillmore. So he mentioned, um, he didn't give you any names. He told you that they would um, kind of know where you were, uh, but to look for people like him, like look for halflings. He didn't give you any names, okay. uh, and it looks like that was intentional. And we were just yeah. like, yeah, cool. <laughs> town. Got it. Gila. Yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Running Goblin. Duncan, got it. Go to town. I think I kind of let it, let the guys know that we still got these blood shards, and that should be something that we do in these next couple days. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking what we should do is maybe just keep them on us so we don't lose them like last time. Oh, and um, we'll kind of just walk around. Oh yeah, I got I got the bag right here. And uh, do what we gotta do and see if anyone anyone comes up to us. Oh yeah, who's holding the bag? I am. Yeah, I mean, do we want to put all the shards in the bag right now? Because if we're going to be walking around a lot of people, like, we don't know who... See, now that you mention it, now I'm worried about our leaving room. our stuff even here. It's, it's going to be another Toa thing. Well, why do you think I wanted to stay in the nicer <laughs> and you picked the fucking crappy one? I mean, because we're low-key. <laughs> if we stayed at security. the... You know, if, if we're at the expensive one. All right, well, I think our normal stuff here will be fine. But I do think we should probably put all the shards in the bag. Oh, oh okay. So sure. as we walk around the town, no one really suspects a thing, you know? Yeah, but, Armos, I'll hold on to yours for now and then give them back. Yeah, we'll give them uh, back, Armos. I wink at Menace. <laughs> we'll give them back. Why? Is your eye itchy? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I got soap in it. Oh, it's like God. really pungent, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, that, that so sucks. Wait, Anyways, we, yeah, give me your shards. <laughs> no. But if we want these guys to... I'm trying to think. If we want these guys to find us, well, they're gonna know by who we are. I guess are, we're I gonna think. know what they <laughs> yeah, look like, dude. obviously, because they're gonna look like Duncan. Yeah. yeah well, Duncan we'll could have also like sent word or some shit, you know, exactly, that we're gonna be yeah. like three fucking oh, outliers. Oh yeah, for the three yeah. weird ass people. <laughs> so like, and that's right. the thing is like, if I'm thinking if the Red Guard and Gila were able to like kind of detect that, you know, we have these shards or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely thinking we put them in the bag that like hides their mm -hmm. magic. To give sense. you a good example, when you guys were in Gilo, you knew about the Red Guard when they came back into town, and they had like a guild house there, but you didn't see an overwhelming presence. Like, but you we made it here. here without putting them in the bag. All right, let's put them in the bag. Let's do it. All right. So, right, so Menace now has all of the blood shards on him. So Menace could be either the best person to hold or the worst, and I'm I'm really. Not sure. Out of the three of you, Drell looks the most normal. All right, so why don't I hold on to them? Yeah, I'm a I'm a small minitar, so I ain't got a lot of space for this. I, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and so I'll take the bag. Yeah, I'll kind of yeah, like put it in my there. pants. 
Because I'm not wearing armor. I, I am not going to time to my waist. I got to put them somewhere where it's going to be hard for someone to grab them. What about... We're in a town, bro. They can okay. pit pocket the shit out of me. <laughs> got to play smart. Got to play smart. To, I wink at Armos. We need to make him a fanny pack. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys want to do first? Uh, I want to drop this axe off over it like a blacksmith or something. All right. So let's go down, get a drink, talk to the... What's his name? Munson? Why don't we do that later? No, no, like, no, no, no. Uh, like at night. Because we can ask him where uh, people... The day's long, Armos. Yeah, we, we just yeah, walk we can, around. Uh, pick up some stuff, come back here. Well, because when we're uh, walking also, around, like, was we weird. can get some, you know, get some vibes on where it is in case we got to go there later. Later. Or what is? Do you want to do, do that and we'll meet you at the blacksmith? Deal. All right, nice. Finger guns. I can't I can't bring mine out. They're They're holstered. They're my weapons. Oh, oh, ooh, sorry, sorry. I look Almost around, all around like, like he's uh, like he's in a zoot suit with his hands in his pocket, walking with his hips. <laughs> uh, or like, uh, or he's got like those like finger handcuff things where like they're like locked. Oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. So what uh, what are you guys doing? So they're gonna go to the blacksmith. Uh, well, I guess Minis and yeah, Minis and Drell are gonna start yeah, heading to the blacksmith to, to drop uh, off our stuff. Get some stuff. Okay, so we'll start off with uh, with Armos here because you guys are all walking down. And uh, he's gonna stop over at the bar at the bar uh, to talk to Monson over there. See Monson uh, over the bar, cleaning some glasses, serving a couple of plates out for people that just ordered food uh, at the bar. What are you doing? How are you approaching this man? Uh, I sit at the bar and order a drink, kind of you know, s yeah. casually start asking about the town and the things that are in it. Ask about the the people. Why don't, you, why don't you why don't you stop and just by asking him a question? Well, that's what I was gonna do. This is I was gonna pick up right here. So while craftily asking, is are there any other people that uh, maybe you know special characters around here, like my like my friend the little mini tar? He puts a pint in front of you, fills up with like uh, whatever's on tap, slides it over. It was a uh, first day in town, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, all right, so no, no, we we definitely don't see anybody like you around here. Um, you know, we see some strange fellows every now and then, but uh, people people that live here usually just travel between here and the city. Uh, we get some more stranger fellows, and the ones that live here definitely don't live in this area. You know, what can I say? I'm one of a kind. There's not many people like me, you know? Oh, I wouldn't say they are. I wouldn't say that's they my are. The weirder folk tend to hang out, you know, more towards the knots, but... That's, uh, that's my charisma coming out, if you're wondering. I hope I'm charming this person. <laughs> Oh, the knots! Oh, yeah. What what's what do we got in the knots? Who's who lives out that way? Uh, roll for persuasion. Shit, I'm persuading the shit. See out how well guy. he takes to you. Oh see, god, see how well he takes to you. <laughs> Not good. Uh, that is. This is only your main stat. It's fine. Um, so three and then plus five, so eight. Your transition wasn't as smooth as you thought it was, and uh, you're like, yeah, you know, first time in town. What's with the people? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't as smooth mm -hmm. as you thought it was. He looks at you, and goes. Gives you like a side eye. He's like, well, the ones that stand out don't tend to hang around this area. They lean more towards the knots. Where? What is the? Where's the knots? I hear it's the south side of the town, but who all lives there? Yeah, well, you really don't want to go there if I, if I were you. That's like the you uh, like leans in uh, as some of the people may have people that are there maybe from there. Uh, he goes, you know, those are like more like the farming areas, you know, blue collar workers. He leans in. He's like, you know, the misfits. It's not really well guarded down there. It's low income housing, you know. Gotcha. What about the other districts? What, what could we expect to see in those? 
Well, the closer you get to Upper District, the nicer the town gets. I mean, Red Spring is where it's at. You get all walks of life here. You get some people from the Notch. You get some people from Upper District. This is where all the business happens. Why? Are you looking for somebody? What's uh, what's your deal? No, just looking, just looking at the area, trying to get get an idea of you know who's what. I casually sip my drink, wait for him to kind of respond and to see where the where the conversation's laying with him. <laughs> if you're trying to look around, the knots is like the rough part of town, okay? They can't seem to quite get, you know, a lot of crime happens down there. So, well tell me about these be tell me about these other districts then. So, obviously upper, it sounds like that's the uh that's high class. Okay. All right, so clearly you're new here. You're not from around here, and I'm assuming you've never been to. So we're the closest thing to the city of Aramore here, okay? Um, where you you came in through the East District, I'm assuming? Yes, I did. So you got your East and West Districts. They surround the Upper District on either side. Those are like more your modest folk, your upstanding folks, you know, your hard workers. They tend to run the shops, the stores businesses and work for bit like businesses but in higher paid positions and then everyone in the upper district well they own all the businesses here you know i don't this is not my establishment i just work for the guy um so he tells me about middle class upper class and then i ask him about that that castle with the with the the sun sigil oh that's the uh well that's the guild house for the for the for the red guard it's the red guard guild house it's the uh dillmore charter what do they do in that castle that's their, so that's where like all the Red Guard members stay. He gives you like a weird look like, how do you not know that? Um, I'm new here, obviously. So, look at me. I don't belong here. Tell me some stuff. Are you new to South Trillis? So, yeah. Like this is what, okay, right, yeah. so you don't know. The Red Guard are a separate guild that has now works with the Queen of Aramore and, you know, uh, increased protection around here. They kind of, they're like the police of this town. They're like, they work hand in hand with the city guard and they protect us. Pretty interesting that you have two sets of guards and that there's a bad part of town, isn't it? Well, I mean, doesn't every town have a bad part of town? I mean, not every town has two sets of guards in it. The Red Guard is a separate guild entity that is hired to help protect the city of Dillmore. <laughs> and here, we like the Red Guard. They're great people. They help protect. They help protect us. You know, the city guard may not have the resources that the red guard has. Mm -hmm. They're all holy people. The city, you know, city, normal city guards are just, you know, the normal guys like you and me. So, if, more like me. If we went down to the knots, do you think the red guard would be down there? Uh, yeah, they'll definitely be there. All right, all right. So I'm the weirdest individual. Obviously, you seem to be stammering a little just talking to me. There's no other weird individuals that come through here. Uh, maybe live here oh, you know what i just oh you know what just earlier this morning before you came in for breakfast i saw another red horned fellow with a strange black cloak sit down and order himself a beer you remember a name no that didn't happen oh yeah D disappointed disappointed look on my face <laughs> he got me on that one so i let him go on his on his way you know handling the other drinks and uh because it doesn't seem like I'm going to get the answers I want out of him. Yeah, he he goes to the other end of the bar, starting to take more. He's like, oh, your buddy Monson, is, he's a popular guy. He starts filling up people's drinks and everything. He starts to cheer a little bit. Miss Drill, how are we doing? You guys are looking for a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm excited, Drill. I've needed to stock up for a while. I'm missing some stuff. Yeah, I actually have no throwing axes, so, you know, definitely. I only have two. 
Hey, everybody, real quick before we continue the episode, we had to cut out the next section only because Menace and Drell go on a little shopping spree. If you want to listen to the shopping spree, you can check it out on the Patreon. You can hear the whole shopping episode there. But the only thing to really take away is that Menace buys some swords and Drell sharpens his axe. There's no story progression. There's no story key elements here. It's just a shopping episode. And now we're going to pick back up where Armos meets up with Drell and Menace. And I have almost no money now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Dro, you, is there anything else? No. Are you guys still it's... looking for, are you guys still looking around? What are you guys doing? Uh, well, I was going to, but <laughs> I don't have that much gold anymore. So, no, I'm not. I'm going to look at Minutes and go, uh, so I was going to look for, you know, some health potions or maybe like some armor. But at this point, I, I, I need to save this gold for food. Yeah, I have, uh, have I have four gold pieces yeah. left. I need so, at least a few <laughs> ales before we leave. So I was thinking the same thing, buddy. And then I th I like to think that Drell and I kind of like stand really awkwardly while we wait for uh, Armos because we told him we'd wait we'd wait here. <laughs> like, so, uh, how's the weather in the mountains? You guys sit there with your 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 bundles of weapons and yeah, just I'm still holding it like, in my arms awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh what what's mountain weather like? Oh well, I'm from the mountains. It's probably the same. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got a girlfriend? it's good, sometimes it's bad. How's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the love life? You, you got like a, a girlfriend back home or? Oh no, you know, just nothing's really worked out. You know, I'm just kind of like rocking back and forth, waiting. Like it's like super awkward. Like we <laughs> we expect it to be so much more, but it's like. We just don't have the money to do it, so we're just gonna kind of just stand around and wait. <laughs> so <laughs> we've never had a heart. The two, yeah, you, the two of us have never had a heart to heart yet. So go for it, go for it. It's like cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what's you? your dad like? Uh, I don't know, dead. What about yours? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, alive. I mean, oh, that's uh, cool. a king <laughs> makes sorry, one of us, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't get out a lot. I'm not. Oh, cool. I'm not really so good at this. Like a yeah. king or something? Yeah, yeah. He's the chieftain of our tribe. So, uh, you know, I'm supposed to. I was supposed to be the leader, but he kind of guys offered hey. up that position. To, <laughs> hey, Armos! Hey, oh, hey! <laughs> Sweat going down my brow. <laughs> why? Hey, good to see you, man. Why do you guys look so? What, what's, what's going on? You guys look so happy to see me. This is a first. What's going on here? Oh, you know, oh, no, no, we're, we're just, just having to have you back. Uh, you go first. Yeah, you go first. Uh, All right, <laughs> you guys are being weird. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's a good thing one of us has charisma. <laughs> uh, as you're walking by, you get like a couple side eyes from like um, people patrolling, Red Guard members patrolling the streets uh, during your conversation. You guys, give me a perception check. I got a nine. 11. 16. I got 11. You notice as you guys are standing there, you guys meet up with Armos. Uh, people are giving you some looks as you guys are like talking uh, amongst yourselves. You get this eerie feeling that like you're, you might be being watched. But you're not sure from like which direction. Do I see any halflings around? You do not see any halflings around. Mm. You just know that you're in the center of somebody's attention. As as we're feeling this kind of weird, you know, whatever, I start kind of filling them in. So I, I, I kind of let them know that like for me and Menace, it seems like it's a little awkward here when I brought up things might, you know, are we going to be a, kind of alluding to is it okay if we're gonna be safe here he kind of kept telling us not to go down to the uh 
south part of town. And then uh, me and Minna should kind of be a little bit more careful than than Drell. Bad part of town. Yeah, so the knots. He kept telling us that we don't want to go there because we'll probably get mugged. Although there's two sets of guards in this town, it's a little weird. You didn't like uh, ask like awkward questions, right? That could have brought attention to us. No, 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 not at all. No. You didn't try to pry him out of anything. I mean, I'm this bright red, beautiful beast of a man. <laughs> like, of course we got eyes on us. <laughs> no, but I meant like. Do you see these horns? Yeah, you're you're a red guy that's all of a sudden asking a bunch of questions. That's that's my point. You didn't ask too many questions, right? No, I was just having a beer casually, just, you know, asking. Wait, how many questions is too many questions? You hit that limit is, every conversation. Is there a number? Yes. Yep. Me? Why didn't you tell me? You're, you I, already hit the max like... number of questions in this conversation. <laughs> how many? How many was it? <laughs> What's the number? <laughs> He's like panicking. Uh, as you guys are talking, you hear an uproar from the, um, from the square, uh, just one block over as uh, people go, ah, hell, like making sounds of disgust. Um, as you guys like peer around the corner, you see two red guards mem uh, members pulling away like an old guy. He's just like yelling uh, nonsensical gibberish. He's like, the morning will bleed red. <laughs> he goes like this crazy um, cracked laugh as he's like howling and cackling into the air. He's like, he looks very disheveled. He's like this torn rope. Uh, torn robe he doesn't he only has one shoe on he's like this very disheveled beard he's bald and he's like the morning will bleed red again <laughs> it's coming it's coming again <laughs> as he's getting pulled uh out of the town square oh he's being like escorted out each guard has him by like an arm and they're like walking um out of the town square so he's like dragging uh, his heading heels. north yeah, yeah exactly he's dragging him by his heels or his heels are dragging behind them as he's just shouting gibberish. Was he talking about hydras? See, Minus, <laughs> that's why you don't do drugs, or else you'll be like that guy. That guy asked too many questions. What are drugs? <laughs> I don't even know what drugs are. You hear some people like uh, people chatting, it's like, oh, he's back again. This guy just always screaming about nonsense. He's like, like, oh, he smelled terrible. So we we maybe interject to one of the people next to us. Be like, who is that guy? Uh, some people like look over, look at you, and. Get a little taken back because they just haven't seen you before. Uh, someone like you before. Oh, uh, yeah, that's like old crazy Henry. He just gets on like these uh tirades. He starts screaming like the stuff at the top of his lungs, and he's never, he's like some guy from the knots or whatever. What what kind of crazy stuff does he say? Uh, bl blood red mornings. I don't know. We don't, we just kind of pay no mind to him. Mm. How, how long has he been doing this? Oh, a couple, couple of weeks now. Um, you see, like. A woman come over, kind of pull the guy uh, away. He's like, "We gotta go, we gotta go, honey. We gotta, we gotta get out of here." Trying to pull him away from you. I crouch down to menace. You see that? That's discrimination. Oh! <laughs> you scared him off. Wait, I did. I didn't even. I was looking at the old what? <laughs> you guys yeah. want to follow? Him? I think. I think we follow him. Yeah. Everyone, so give me a okay. stealth check as you try to blend in with the crowd. And oh, oh. nineteen. I got a nat one. <laughs> okay, at least I didn't do that. I, Off to a good start. I got a five. <laughs> you guys are telling these guards down the street, 
uh, as they're dragging this old guy back. And as you guys are walking deeper into the Red Spring District towards the knots, you start noticing that the buildings um, look a lot more worn down, less taken care of here. The businesses start to turn into like normal houses um, and the houses look like they're separated by like, floors. Like there are houses on top of houses here, kind of like an apartment. And then you see a sign that says the knots it's pointing south. Um, and eventually you see a kind of like, not like a, you see like a gate as like a dividing line, but the gate is like a normal iron gate. It's not closed off. It just says the knots on it. Um, and the houses start to look way more worn down again and progressively work as getting progressively worse. Uh, the more you go. Uh, as you're following the guards, dragging the old man, he's saying things like, the dawn brings red. His return is soon and he will come back for what is there. Oh, look at the red fella. Look at the red fella. He's pointing at Armos with his foot uh, as he's being dragged away by the guards. He's going, look, look at the red fella. <laughs> That's what the dawn is going to bring. Everyone's going to look like that. Uh, the guards turn around um, and look at Armos and they notice him um and then they kind of the guards kind of look at each other and then look at him and then look at you uh and one of them shouts over goes hey hey you what are you doing over there and they kind of drop him like without caring um and they the two guards now approach you almost um with a 19 on menace you were kind of like out of the way maybe you were like across the street they didn't notice you uh drell you were further back from Armos. I'm like T-posed up against a wall with my hood. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like seeing so like they can't fucking see me. Um, but like, obviously I'm like right there. So you, they see you, but they're approaching Armos because he was pointed out by the crazy old guy. Um, as they drop him, he scraggles back to his feet and he runs into the knots and he flares his, um, he flares his robe like a cave. He goes, free again. And he runs off into the distance till he's out of view. The two guards walk over to Armos. They go, whoa, you following us? You following us? And they get really close to you, Armos. Yeah. As they're doing that, can I tail because I pass? Could I tail uh, Henry? Absolutely. Menace gives me a look like he's about to go. Yeah. And nod at him. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just I finger gun and I'm like <laughs> So with a night so with the nineteen keeping that same cell check, you definitely get past the guards because um they're focused on Armos. Mm -hmm. And you slip past and you kind of walk through um out of their view. Uh Drell is still hanging back past Armos. It would be weird <laughs> if he were to go to go around them. He's just T posed <laughs> up against the wall. Armos, they get in your face. Um they're both fitted with uh with chainmail, with these red tabards, they have the red guard sigil on them. They have shields and uh, sheath long swords at their side. They have um, and a like a plate iron cap colored red in the in the divots, like a like a nice design to them. One of them has like a short beard. The other one has uh, like a scar across his nose and like some uh, rough patches on his cheeks, like he was just recently maybe in like a brawl um, or he's just. You know, he looks a little more battle torn, a little more rough around the edges. Um, he looks older. The the guy with the beard looks a lot younger. The older guard, as he gets into your face, uh, grabs you by the shoulder. He goes, "What are you doing here? You following us? You following us?" He's trying to intimidate you. No, just heading stroll stroll down the you know to see what this knots is all about. Been just brand new to this whole city. Give me a deception check. Let's see what I get. That is an eight. 
the older guard shoots a look to the uh to the younger partner and the younger guard spits at your feet and sizes you up he slaps one of your horns he goes what's this you one of those performers as he's like kind of manhandling your horn and uh trying to really shake you up as he like moves your head a little bit drill drill slowly just walks up and he just stands right behind armos <laughs> <laughs> roll me an intimidation check I, cool yes you guys shouldn't have done that <laughs> fuck not as good as i wanted but it, i only got an eight so they're not threatened by you you can tell uh visibly that they're not threatened by you but they definitely notice your massive stature standing behind them they both chuckle to themselves the younger one grabs his sword the hilt of his sword but he doesn't draw it quite yet the older one uh looks at both of you goes i need your names right now uh david While you're, th- uh, we're gonna put a pin in right yeah, there. We're gonna yeah, go yeah, yeah. to Menace. Uh, Menace, what a place to stop. Uh, <laughs> you, um, you're now following this. You're following Old Henry. We'll call him. As he's mm-hmm. frolicking down the streets of the Knots, you um, go deeper and deeper. He starts turning some corners down some streets. You find yourself, even with a 19, you're not alerting yourself to him, but you are tripping over how unkept the city streets are here. There are potholes, there's uplifted stone, nothing seems to be kept uh, in order by any means. You, the houses you see behind, around you get like loosely structured. You start seeing like ladders and ropes going higher and higher. And some of these houses go really tall. Some of them look collapsed in on themselves. It looks like rather than these being single tall houses, it looks like people just started building on top of each other. Uh, so as this guy is going down random streets, uh, you see that he like trips and picks himself up. You know, and he's like having fun with it. And then he turns a corner. Go ahead and give me another stealth check. Ooh, maybe that's a 22. Okay. Uh, you are confident that nobody sees you. Uh, you're sticking to the shadows here, and it's very easy to blend in. Uh, you do see people walking around, and you start to see different type of races. Um, but it's people that are like kind of sitting out, like on their like in front of their house. You hear noises inside. You do see a couple of dwarves uh, walking down in the distance. You see some shorter folk that you could probably assume are halflings or gnomes and people of that of that nature. You see uh, high up in one of the houses, like uh, a cat type person uh, doing their own thing um, as they like walk across uh, like a window. Uh, and the way you're blending in is like really crafty where like you're hiding in the shadows when people walk out you're kind of blending in with like a group of people here uh and then you turn the corner and you see old henry passed out an alley and he's just like snoozing away with his like butt up in the air he's like <laughs> He has like a big snot bubble and he's just like passed out. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, in Minus's head, it, it was felt like this very epic moment to then just turn to this was kind of like, okay. <laughs> That's anticlimactic. <laughs> um, I walk over. Is there anything noticeable on his person? Give me an investigation check. 
<laughs> Three? You don't find anything uh, of value on him. It looks like he doesn't even have any money on him. Uh, you do notice that like on his chest um, is like a blacked out tattoo. So it looks like he had a marking on his chest and it looks like it was like cut out or uh, marked over with more ink to hide whatever uh, was originally there. He also looks very cut up, beat up. Uh, he has like a lot of scars all over his body, uh, scars across his face. He has like one across his eye. He's not missing any limbs or anything like that, but you, you can tell that like he's just been through it. All right. Uh, first, I look around to see if anybody's kind of like looking for me or looking at me. And then uh, if all you notice good. here that nobody's looking at you, uh, people are walking by. People just don't care. <laughs> it seems that like whatever you're doing is not weird here. Yeah, I give him a little. I just give him a little kick on the ass. <laughs> he farts a little bit. <laughs> he doesn't wake up. No. I kick him over and I kind of like back of my hand, like slap him a few times on the face. Hey, buddy. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, you get slapped. Oh, if you're gonna be rough. It's gonna cost extra. <sighs> see his eyes are like very droopy. He looks very drunk. He's very drunk demeanor. Uh, oh, I want to talk to him. <laughs> but... Oh, it's my old doggy. How you doing? He scratches your chin. No, not, hey, not your dog, buddy. Not, not your dog. dog. I miss my dog. Is he awake now or is he? <laughs> as far as you can tell. All right. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, Menace, Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders. That was my dog's name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back to have a chat with you. Your favorite pal. Ooh, he gives you a big old hug and he leans back. He goes, Why can I? What's up, man? How you been? What's up? <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you have speak with animals so you can talk to me again. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> uh, so tell me, what were some of those weird dreams you were having, buddy? Weird. I forgot you had those. Oh, his eyes like go wide. Um, He's like, oh, the dreams. Oh, red, red. The dawn will bring the red again. Ooh, 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 lots of red. Red people walking around. Big, nasty teeth eating all the sandwiches. He, he leans in closer and he puts his hand over his mouth like he's whispering you a secret. The sandwiches are people. Sniffs your ear. I'm writing all this down. <laughs> Kind of like, as I'm writing my journal, like kind of leaning away from him as he's doing these things, like, uh, sandwiches are people. Got it. Got it. <laughs> he's like waiting for you to finish and his head's like tilted to the side. He's like a big smile, just like looking at you. Big goofy guy. He's, he's a very old dude. Very old guy. Has wrinkles and everything. He looks like a combination of like, uh, like he's clearly not all there. Uh, might have like some, by the way he's speaking, he's like either drunk, dementia or both. All right, I got a couple questions for you still. Uh, buddy, buddy, <laughs> your, your dog just asking you normal questions. Oh, completely normal, yeah, just another day. Yeah, what, what do those dreams mean? What is, uh, what is the red again? What will the dawn be? You ever have jelly? Yes. Well, the world will have a lot of jelly in it. He leaves in again, sniffs your ear, goes, <laughs> The jelly is a parabola for blood. <laughs> Which does that in your ear like really loud. Like, <laughs> and leans back again. 
Sid, at this point, Sid's probably like pushing him back from my shoulder. <laughs> I'm, I think this is like pointless. Uh, at this point, I'm just like, I'm not getting anywhere with this. So I ask him one last thing. Hey, buddy, you remember uh, all of our halfling friends we used to have? Where can I find uh, some cool halfling friends? Oh, you can find them everywhere. You got half over here, you got half over there. Ah. Uh... All right, buddy. Unfortunately, the speak with animal spell is. Oh man, it's wearing off. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to head out, buddy. And I'll, I'm gonna go catch the newspaper for you. <laughs> Somebody like yells out from above, like, "Keep that damn dog down!" Slams the window. <laughs> the window breaks and falls down the alley next to you. Great. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to go fetch you the daily newspaper and I'll be right back. I'll see you <laughs> later, I mean, woof, woof. Miss Pebble Walker. Yep. Bye-bye. Miss Pebble Walker, I'll see you later. <laughs> um, as I'm walking back towards my friends, I am going to kind of look out to see if there are any halflings that are eyeing me up. Um, Given the commotion, uh, go ahead and give me an insight check, actually. Ooh, baby, mm. that's a 19. Uh, uh, perception, my bad. So it would be perception, my bad, not insight, because you're not okay. looking at someone. Yeah, so 19 perception, what, 22? Uh, 21. 21. So you definitely see, like, people looking at you weird because he was just howling. People, like, looking out from, like, the windows and, like, taking a look at you and, like, people just spitting and, like, whatever they're doing or, like, returning. You got a guy, like, chewing tobacco over there going, oh, that's the weirdest dog I've ever seen. Um and turn Other away dog. you see you do see some halflings just like like in like if there's like a group of people like every like fifth person standing around like would be a halfling um just like kind of staring before like they went on about their business but nobody's eyeing you up like they know who you are all right uh, so as i make my way back of course i i was just perusing to see if any of duncan's friends were noticing me but I'm working my way back to them to see if they're okay. Okay. Yep. So you, you start walking your way back. We're not going to pick up with um, Drell and Armos. Uh, Armos, what were you about to say when we left off? I said, you shouldn't have done that. The old one looks at you, looks back up at Drell, and looks back at you goes, is that a threat? Can I look around to see if how many people are around us? <laughs> yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. 17. Yeah, there are people watching the altercation. Uh because you're so close to you're at the knots entrance pretty much it's like people like the other side of the gate like the, uh there's like a bunch of houses around you now that there's commotion they're like stopping and just like watching from like uh, a couple feet back just to see what happens so like not a lot of guards right there's only those two right now the younger one um notices that people are watching now uh, and puts his sword back in the sheath. You overhear some people like whispering among themselves, placing the best, like, I bet you the big guy swings. Um, there's another <laughs> group of people that are like, they're pulling this shit again. I'm not back yet. You're you're on your way back. You're seeing the altercation, um, but you're not quite close enough to interject your set. And you hear a final group of people go like, they're always pulling this shit here. I, uh, I, I use my racial talent and I cause tremors on the ground to start forming as I tell him to to back off in, a, in, a, in an attempt to intimidate him. And as he does that, um, Drell goes, sneak attack, and he headbutts the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> okay. I love okay. It so uh, much. <laughs> okay. Sneak attack. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> if he gets a nat twenty, does he get sneak attack damage? Go ahead. So God. your thermometry goes off. Uh, you, you tend to threaten this guy. You don't get a chance to roll intimidation because this. I'm gonna, here's how I'm going to do it. You're, so normally you would roll an intimidation check. I'm going to instead rather. Uh, make you roll an intimidation check because it happened so quick. Um, this is going to be a help action instead for Drell's head uh. sneak attack. So uh, I need everyone to roll me initiatives, and uh. but you're gonna get a free attack here, Drell, as you headbutt the older guy. Uh. <laughs> okay, so my initiative is 11, and I got a uh, 24 to hit. I got 13. Oh shit, three. All right. Um. Okay. So we're now in combat. Uh, Drell, you definitely hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, well, so bludgeoning damage one is just strength. flat. It's it's bludgeoning is just a flat five uh, damage, right? Unarmed strike is one plus your strength modifier. Yeah, which is what Whichever five because I have a plus four to strength, so one plus four yeah. is five. So it's five bludgeoning. It's just a five, five, right? Yeah. So then I do that. So the old guy gets hit. Uh, you manage to, uh, as you go to headbutt, like you pull his helmet back. So you get him like right in the forehead. He has a big red mark as he stumbles back and holding it. His partner immediately draws his sword as he sees you lunge forward. And he goes, uh, and he yells, he's like, attack, ah! And all the people start cheering as you are now fighting uh, the red guard members. Okay, so now we're gonna go to initiative. Gonna go to the top of the round, which is Minus with a 13. Minus, what are you doing? When Minus sees everything go down, the first thing he says after being inspired by Drell's amazing sneak attack <laughs> is he screams and he goes, don't touch my friends. And he's going to try and do, uh, he's going to do a rush over and hit him with his horns. Okay. Yeah. Who are you hitting? Uh, the guard that Drell hit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Drell hit. Uh, nat 20. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and narrate what you do, bud, and roll for damage. Uh, that's six points of damage plus two of my strength. So that's eight points uh, of unarmed damage. Uh, so I, I yell, get away from my friends. I hit him for eight and have my, I want to do a strength check with my swarm to push him over prone. So with the damage that you're doing right there, he's knocked out. Um, oh. So he headbutts. So here's how I think of it plays out. Um, Drell headbutts the guard. He goes, sneak attack, headbutts the guard. The young guy pulls the sword. You come charging in. Don't touch my friend. And completely like hit him in the legs where he just gets knocked over and busts his ass. He is out cold. <laughs> is the the other guard was right next to him, right? Yes. Then I'll use the storm to push him down. Uh, 19. 19. Oh. Yeah, he definitely does not beat the 19. So the uh, the next guard, you you headbutt the old guy. He go he's laid out, and the swarm knocks over the little things. As all these little rocks jump up, and he goes, he has this shocked face on as he's like pulling his sword out. Go, oh, 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 and he gets knocked over, hits his head on the floor as he's like trying to like um, brush these things off. He dropped his sword, he's like trying to get all these little rocks off. Um, how much was there any damage on that? No, he's just prone now. He's just prone. Okay, so he's on the floor trying to get all your uh 
your swarm off him. Uh, it's gonna go to Drill. Drill. Uh, yeah, I'll just walk up and I'll just fucking kick him in the face. Given the situation that he's in, he's prone and currently being held out by his swarm. You three can gang up on him. These not uh, particularly like really strong guards or anything. You can like knock him out. So you could choose to like knock him out here or just like restrain him. What would you like to do? I'm just gonna knock him out. I'm kicking him in the face. Put your boot to his face and he is out laid out you see everyone around you goes yeah and they're all like really happy and cheers like forget those guys and he's now getting spit on by all these people walking by one of them pats you on the shoulder drill the uh, you see a couple of people like laughing at minutes at what he did they thought it was great so they're like kind of swarming you guys like that's awesome yeah show it to those guys um you do hear uh from the distance that like more people are coming over to kind of hear the commotion what would you guys like to do? I'm gonna rob their ass first, and then we dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they have gold on them? Gold, bro. Gold. I'm fucking seeing what they fucking got on their ass. Give me an investigation check. Seventeen for me. It's a ten for me. Yep, they definitely have money on them. Let's see. Roll a uh, percentile dice here. Let's see how much the. Uh... Oh wow, that's an ominous number. Roll a sixty-six. They have, they have about ten gold on them between the two. Cool. I'm gonna just grab it off of them and just uh, kind of throw it to the crowd. And then as everyone's yes. fighting over the gold, we're just gonna dip into the knots. Love it. <laughs> you see people lunge at the gold as like, cause all these people are wearing like uh, tattered clothes because they live within the knots or around mm. it. And they just like all jump for it. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're all like really happy um that this is happening it's like a great moment in your day as you guys make a break for it and as we're running i'm telling armos about uh like hit all the halflings i saw in the knots oh you guys notice that it's starting to get darker out it's getting later in the later in the evening it's about maybe like uh eight or nine as the sun's starting to go down what do you guys want to do and there's no taverns or anything in the knots are is there i like that idea that we're high-fiving and we want to go find a tavern in the knots mm. to hang out in yeah where we can talk about everything that just happened. Okay. So you guys uh, decide to go into the knots and you guys are looking around. So just like I was telling minutes before, it's a very run down part of town. Nothing looks taken care of. You know by how the city's laid out that there's no shops in the knots. It's just housing. You see that the deeper as you go into the knots, uh, the more run down it is. You don't see any businesses like a tavern. Uh, that would be like, hey, I'm a tavern, come inside, but go ahead and give me uh, an investigate, uh, perception check. 10, Everybody. 3, 11. You guys don't find anything that would resemble a tavern here. You do see people like drinking on like street corners and stuff, hanging out, like, uh, but they're all like respective to their homes. Can I, can I just ask one of them where to get a drink? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I go up to the toughest looking person I see. So from where you're standing, there's like a couple of, um, people drinking what looks like at maybe outside of like a house you walk over and they're sitting down like boxes there's about five of them and they're all like laughing to each other throwing like rocks into like an old tin cup one of these like burlier looking dudes like looks down at you and goes uh what are you doing here oh hey i don't know why you're reaching me with so much uh i don't know why there's so much hostility right off the bat but hey we just want to find a place to drink you know a spot where some ruffians like us and get some grub and a drink. Make me a deception check. Because <laughs> I said ruffians. <laughs> yes. Damn it. That's exactly why. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <'cause> I said. <laughs> um, eh. What is my, I think it's a zero. So that's 10. 
flat. He looks at you. <laughs> he like sizes you up and he like looks at his buddies. There's like a guy with like a headband covering uh, one of the eyes. And you all like start like giggling to each other, like uh, elbowing. Yeah. Uh, Drell walks over and he goes, what is this? The Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> see, they all look up at him and go. If you guys are looking for a problem, you're about to find one. But if you're looking for a place to drink, well, you grab a bottle and you start swigging. Well, I'm about that. We just got done uh, messing with the guards. Hate those guys. Everybody hates those guys. The freaking scum. Why? Who are you? Menace Pebblewalker of the Ivory Boulders. Nice to meet you. And I'm David. <laughs> <laughs> this steps to check. Fuck, <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, 14. Okay, David and Minis Pebblewalker of the Ivory Boulders. He has some generic name and extremely elegant name. And this is Sid. Uh, they're all like looking at each other. As he Sid stands up and goes, okay, this, is, this conversation is just getting weirder. <laughs> but I like you. He throws over a, a bottle. It's an unmarked bottle. It has three X's on it. It has like a cork on it. It's, um, you can tell just by the pungent smell that it's, I slap down like a couple uh, copper pieces. So you throw down a couple of copper, like a handful. Yeah. And they kind of just like look at you and raise an eyebrow. He goes, what the hell do you want me to do with that? Oh, it's just it's copper. What, do you not use copper here? Am I missing something? If I get changed from like, if I get changed for buying gum for my kid. <laughs> I throw down two silver pieces for the drink. This is uh, just a thank about. you for he the drinks, and buddy. And I, I picks them yeah. up and bites one of them to make sure it's real the guys <laughs> start laughing hey you like dragon chess kid likes dragon chess <laughs> that's uh, my kind of guy i also hate <laughs> dragon chess i meant do you like dice games oh, i love dice games i'll tell you what how about if i beat you in some dice games uh you give us some information about this area okay what do i get if i win fuck it yeah i'm gonna make it interesting i i i slap down a bottle of uh potion of healing i say hey tell you what if I win, you give me any information I need, but if I, uh, yeah, but if you win, I'll give you a big old potion of healing. How about that? He looks at his friends. Okay, I'll do that. Let's go. All right. So he gets off his box. He stands up. He takes out three dice. Take out three D6 for me. Yes, sir. Here are the rules. You're going to shoot some dice. He gives you, he gives you three dice. You're going to shoot against the wall. One, two, three, automatic loss. Four, five, six is an automatic win. After that, it's the highest win. I <laughs> just go, all right, sounds good to me. No. I haven't played right. this before. Sounds fun. There you go, shoot, shoot the dice. That's three fives. He takes the dice, he goes 15, huh? Okay. Shoots the dice, 13. <laughs> uh, he loses that round. Yeah. He, uh, he gives you the dice again. He goes best of, of three. Of course, of course, I like your style. 12. Roll the 12, all right, he shoots his dice. Got a nine. He rolls a nine. He goes, <sighs> he grits his teeth. Okay, then the rules. <laughs> Slaps down the dice. I immediately pull the health potion back. I say, hey, that was a lot of fun, though. You taught me a new game, and you're giving me information, so I'm still going to give you something for it. And I put down, you know, 80 silver pieces on the table. He takes a look at, he looks at the silver, he looks at you. He goes, I may not have much here. Well, I have, I have, I have more where it counts, but I don't need your pity money. I appreciate the jester. And he slides back the 80 silver towards you. Uh, but he's like, but a deal's a deal and I'm going to honor it. And you see a guy in the background. He goes, uh, I'll take the silver. He goes, shut up, Benson. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? All right. Listen, uh, 
You don't happen to know anybody by the name of Duncan, do you? No, I never heard that name before. Okay, that's no problem. What I am wondering more than that, though, is uh, if you know any shady, some halflings that deal with shady business. He looks back at his uh, at his crew, he looks back at you, he goes, I don't know any halflings that particularly do shady business, but there is, you know, a place around town where you could probably go uh, to find some shady fellows. Oh, where would that be? He looks uh, back at his crew and he's a bit reluctant to say, I'm just like tossing the dice up and down with a big smirk. <laughs> there is a place here you can go. Yeah, it's a place where uh, shady people tend to go. You know, I've never been, but I can tell you its name. It's called the Thieves' Forge. The Thieves' Forge. And uh, got a little uh, map you could draw me real quick. I rip out a piece of paper and put it over to him. He takes the paper and he scribbles something on it and folds it up. He gives it back to you. So you make sure you don't lose that. Put that in your pocket right now. Yeah, immediately put it in my, like, just one of my leather pockets. Could we see what he wrote down? Yeah, I'll, uh, I, I look at it first. Like, I open it, look at it, and then... It says, I ain't no snitch. I knew it was going to say mm -hmm. something. It's at a corner of a get a map and fuck off. <laughs> I give this, I give the paper to, I just shake my head and give the paper to Drell. So I, I poke my, my head out of the, uh, the shadows. I, I cast friends on the guy. And okay. <laughs> so for the duration, uh, you have advantage on all charisma checks. If you're going to cast this spell, you're going to look like you're casting a spell. But if you're trying to do it in secret, you're going to have to do either A, a sleight of hand check, or B, a stealth check to hide the fact mm. that you're casting a spell. Okay. Which uh, which one? Your choice. Sleight of hand or stealth. Yeah. They're both plus zero. So I got an 11. As he's going about to say something, one of his uh, crew members in the back, he goes, yo, he's doing something shady. He's doing something shady. And they all look at you and they see you that you're like casting something. Like you're doing so, like these weird hand movements. They know that you're trying to now cast a spell and they're getting hostile towards you. Uh, they all make a dash for it. They run away. Uh, yeah, they're all trying but to But what run about away. the guy that was right in front of us? Yeah, I just want the main guy that's right in front of me. Can we roll for initiative to try and... I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, so... Uh, I like to think Drell and I just immediately, the others run off, but we immediately just grab him by like the back of the neck and try to. Yeah, you grab him. He's trying to score him out of place. He's now technically grappled uh, by you as you're able to like hold on to him. He's not able to get very far. You stop him in his tracks. So what What are you guys asking? He's like trying to score him out. He's like, let me, let me go, let me go. And he's like, cannot. It's your show now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so this is your wheelhouse. <laughs> So with my uh, racial ability, I start really trying to, uh, one of the things that I could do is that my, uh, I can make my voice three times as loud. And I'm like, how dare you try to leave us with some janky ass map. And then at the exact same time, I can alter the appearance of my eyes and I make them change into kind of flame looking uh, like images. Jeez. Roll with advantage. Uh, so I got a 16. <laughs> and, well, oh wait, so it's uh, intimidation. So I get plus five, so that'd it's be a 21. <laughs> okay, this guy is <laughs> thoroughly intimidated. He goes, he's like, okay, 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 I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. What do you- Tell us what we want to know. What do you want to know? What do you, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? We're cool, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. Is Thieves Forge an actual place or are you pulling our- Fucking legs. No, it's real. It's a real place. Say that so loud. 
I was trying to give you some honest information with the with the letter. I honestly don't know where it is. Okay, I never I never been invited. I create a rumbling of thunder and ravens start crying at the exact same time as I'm like, where is it? I don't know. I don't know. He's like <laughs> freaking out. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's obviously somewhere around here. I don't know. I've never been invited. Oh, you don't know anyone who would know. And what do you mean invited? Listen, if you're a type of guy, it's not like me, okay? We just hang out, we cause trouble, we riff raff, we can't call girls, okay? We're not like big time bank robbers or anything like that, okay? We're just people who live here, right? The Thieves Forge is for like people who do like big time stuff, okay? They're the ones smuggling stuff. They're the ones robbing banks or like stealing from stores, like um, ones beating on the Red Guard members, you know? There, those are all those people. Those are like big time. We don't do that stuff. You should ask him how we get invited. Give me an insight. Get, uh, give me an insight check. All of us or who? Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody. Sixteen for me. Fifteen. So with a fifteen, that was fifteen is more than you need. You, you're convinced that this guy's telling you the truth uh, about the information he's giving yeah, you. Joel just lets go of him. He kicks him in the butt and tells him to get out of here. Just to make sure that he doesn't run, I Eldrick blasts something on. Uh, on one of the tables near us and the thing goes fucking flying. I'm like, the cup just explodes. That's you if you try to run anywhere. Okay, we cool, we cool, we cool, we cool, cool. He's like straightening out his clothes. He's hands to his side. He's like, cool, man, we cool, we cool, we cool, we cool. If you've lived here your entire life, you know where all the bad people are. You think big game is gonna waste time and like have like a easy way of finding them if they're like people who do big time crime? trying to think of how we can well we didn't ask him how to get invited and we, Where do we how do we get invited <laughs> <laughs> awesome my eyes are flaming again oh okay okay Keem. listen i'm assuming if you're trying to get in with the big boys you gotta do big boy shit you know what i'm saying you gotta rob you gotta shake things up i'm sure they'll find you well, we already messed up some guards. Is that not good enough? I mean, it's good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? I fist bump them for a sec for getting our enemies. <laughs> yeah, guards suck around here. They suck. Always harassing us. Just because we're a little different. He like looks, he shows his like ear. He has like a really large ear. It's cauliflowered over, but it's like twice the size of his other ear. Uh, he goes, they won't stop making fun of this man. I'm really like insecure about it. And every time I walk by, they'll go like, oh, look, it's old big ears. What? Oh. What's wrong with your ears? They look fine to me. Thank you. You know, I mean, a little different. You don't have to smooth talk. What? I'm not smooth talking to you. You literally just look awesome to me. I don't know. What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> I think we let him go at this point. <laughs> so Thieves, Thieves Forge is where we need to go. Smugglers there. Okay, okay, okay. What's this guy's, Dice guy's name? What's your name? Chester. Uh, did he do a deception check? Do do I believe him? Give me an insight check. I got 21. His name is Chester. Wait, I got a 22. Oh, his name is Chester. Okay, now that sounds... <laughs> his name's Chester. <laughs> He's telling uh, the truth. I, last thing that we do before we let him go is I have Menace take a self-portrait of like write out what this guy looks like we we spend literally 10 minutes like armos holding him at eldrick blast point and i draw those two together i'm like we're gonna remember your face <laughs> he has a he has a small nose scruffy beard short to the face roundish cheeks one cauliflowered ear brown eyes pleasantly Pleasantly well taken care of eyebrows, and he has a little—he has a little scar on his forehead that's hidden by a headband. Brown curly hair. Perfect. And I tell him if we uh, run into any trouble, we're coming back to find him. 
he like takes a few steps back he like brushes off his shirt his pants he goes, hey listen man that's, that's fair you do what you gotta do i do what i gotta do and you all gotta do what we gotta do now he bolts he just in mid sense he just bolts the other way and he runs i shoot an eldritch blast like at his feet not like trying to hit his feet but just to make him run a little faster and, <laughs> and he just <laughs> he does a little like a little jump and he runs i shake my head sadly and to myself i go oh, we could have been great friends <laughs> all right I, th I think we just gotta get to bed guys you guys make your way back to the inn. It's around 9, 10-ish at night. It's dark out, but there are still plenty of people on the streets. As a matter of fact, everyone's like drinking. All the stores have closed down the Red Spring District, but taverns and uh, street vendors like that sell food are still open. There's a lot of people still on the street, but like they're more relaxing and having a good time. So you go into your tavern, and just like what uh, the guy mentioned, the barkeep mentioned before, Monson, what Monson mentioned before is that there's a bard in there and there's actually a few of them and they're playing music. It's very loud. It's a little more packed than you would think as people are drinking and, and generally having a good time. Monsoon sees you come in as he's still working. He's doing a double and he's like, oh, there's my red horde fellow. He looks like he has a few drinks in. Uh, people are cheering, laughing at jokes. Bard's playing something very rhythmic, very, um, very enticing and very relaxing to the ears, but gives you a feeling that you kind of want to party um one of the guys at the bar in front of monson he goes that's them those are the guys that beat on the red guard red guards before and a couple more people turn around and look over like yeah and they raise their glasses to you and they're like yeah you're getting around on us come on come on over here and they're inviting you over for a drink drill immediately follows and starts i may i shoot eyes up to drill and menace this is why we stayed at the poor place <laughs> you walk over and uh monson takes three giant jugs and he pours you some ale and he slides them over and uh, the people that invite you over, like, start patting your back. They're like, yo, that was a great shot you got on those guys. Those guys are so annoying. Uh, you hear, like, um, another guy's like, oh, my God, they're always harassing us. They're always harassing us down over there. The clothes that they're wearing, they look like they're from the knots, probably. They're wearing tattered clothes. They're not as nice as some of the other people around. They look like, um, they don't look poor, they or uh, but they look like they work with their hands, and they're still a little bit dirty from the day's work, and they're just trying to blow off some steam uh, so you guys see like uh red guard there more than the city guard or what Red guard all over the place man there's at least twice as many red guard members as there are uh actual city police here it's crazy who, who runs the city monson goes uh monster reaches over he goes <clears throat> oh well the mayor's aaron palsy you know but he directly supports and funds the red guard ch uh, chapter here so rather than paying what the city guard is worth he just funds them and that's why you see them all over the place here and how long has it been like that she kicks back and there's like a little raspberry and the other three guys that divide you over their drink they all go oh years now ever since uh you know ever since the queen put the red uh that ban in place they're just constantly harassing everybody some some of them take it way more serious than the others and uh what they're are they looking for s something specific or are they just bugging you guys to bug looking for blood shards why well the queen put a ban on but what what makes them think you guys have any well no they don't think that we have them and well people come in here and try to fence them they try to get in the city because there's a whole black market there to to buy and sell but you know people try to get through here and you know you'd be surprised where they just end up sometimes people just have them in their weapons or just carrying them because people want them 
yeah. why people would want to bother with those things anyway. It's crazy, but fucking dumb, am I right? One of the uh, other guys ch chimes back in, goes, yo, yo, somebody actually put one in their gooch. Would you believe that? Somebody put a whole bag of red, of red shards in their gooch. Should we believe that? And he goes back to drinking. <laughs> A fucking crazy drill like immediately covers his face with his beer like as he's drinking it and they all start laughing it's like oh man that guy was nuts he, he got jailed he's still in there i think he's serving like two more years that guy i nudge i nudge drill and whispered didn't you do that <laughs> i stomp menace on his hoof as hard as i can as that's going on it just to keep the conversation flowing i ask him what do you think they do with the blood shards monson turns to you and goes uh what do you mean the red guard they confiscate them they're trying to you know i don't know if you know what, what the blood shards do but people who have blood shards in their weapons that's really the problem here people try to do crazy stuff with them like uh you know science experiments and things like that but people started putting them in weapons and you know whenever there's crime about they usually have blood shard weapons on them. one of the other guys leans back over and goes well i think it's because of lord baron they kind of got into it over like the last couple of years or so and they don't like each other and he's trying to collect them so i think she just wants it for you know a point of power but that's just me that's politics you know what i'm saying i ain't getting into that and the other two guys that are in that group they go oh here he goes again with the freaking uh the theories and shit so who who runs this black market monson answers and he goes it's just like you know people buying and selling i don't think it's like an organization of people you know selling red shards it's just like you know they, they're pretty valuable i don't know how much would you say they go for oh last time the other guy chimes back in last i checked about i don't know they run like a thousand gold a shard <laughs> minute spits out his drink <laughs> monster goes oh little guy can't you see old enough what's going on here and then everyone watching him spinning go, hey get him another round and he passes you another Bro, beer. like rearranges his crotch with the shards <laughs> Like, I Im immediately shoot a shot to Drell. Like, <laughs> but he avoids eye contact with both Minus and Armos, just super awkwardly. The three guys go, "Yo, listen, we're about to grab some food and grab a table. You guys want to go play some like games or something? We're gonna play some drinking games, get some food. Come on, come on, let's go, <laughs> guys. I'll distract these these ones. This might be dangerous. I'll play games with them while you figure the other stuff out." <laughs> Because everyone, they all cheer. People are cheering for the bard again. Can can Adrell kind of wants to listen to like one of the songs that the bard is singing? Oh yeah, yeah. Could you, did you prepare a musical piece? I did not prepare a musical piece. So they're not singing. They're actually doing like tricks and every uh, tricks and like musical performances. So you got a bard uh, standing on like a little makeshift stage and he's playing his lute and blowing it to a harmonic at the same time. While there's another bard like doing these crazy tricks, like um like a juggling act, but he's juggling like he. Like one of the items is like a chair. Another one is like um, a mug full of ale. Another one is like an iron ball that he seems to throw up seamlessly. The mug with ale never spills because of how fast he's spinning it. And it looks like as he's doing these tricks, he's doing the tricks to uh, in rhythm with the music that the other bard is playing. And every time um, there's a note like emphasize, another object gets thrown in really wowing the crowd. The other guy, reaches over the one you were just talking to and goes all right monster we're gonna need uh a couple order of them tasty tavern breadsticks i'm gonna need uh, a cup of bacon uh we're gonna make that a few cups of bacon i'm gonna need a mutton i'm gonna need more drinks and monster goes okay okay terry okay yeah uh what else do you want terry he goes oh i'm gonna need some uh 
some elvin artichoke dip yep that's the thing here yep i need some elvin artichoke dip he goes oh, of course of course he writes all that down he goes to grab the food grabs you guys you guys get a table that's like kind of near the center of all the action uh you get a good spot to see the show so it's just us three or is it with the other it's so oh, okay, there's six okay, of yeah. you total there's three guys and then there's three of you uh the guy who just ordered his name is terry you overheard him talking to monson terry sits down and goes hey well nice to meet you boys my name's terry this is bill and this is nil their brothers all three of them are human what are your names i'm i'm david uh, the three of them look over to each other monson goes shakes his head in the background as they look at him as oh, a deception my. check please at this point i should roll with advantage i've been lying to people all day <laughs> yeah he's got good at it right it's, it's a 12. <laughs> oh it's good okay david it gives you a wink <laughs> as i as i see that that doesn't go off well i i interject and i'm like yep my name's jack bolsinki as the, the bar goes silent for a swift second and you, you hear i hate that guy <laughs> And the Wait, noise what? just picks back up. Uh, I'm Menace, and this is Sid, and this is Sid Junior number one, and Sid Junior number two, and this is Sid Junior number three, and this is Sid Junior number four. Oh, and this is Sid Junior number five. Oh, and that's Sid Junior Junior. We named him that because he's the smallest. This one's Sid Junior Junior Junior. We named him that because he likes to pretend he's Sid Junior just as a joke, and I just like listen off every single one as I go. As you list them off, smaller, smaller, they get higher and higher pitch uh <laughs> as you go down the list and they're all the three of them are looking at you terry bill and nil they're like wow we got a party here and they're all banging on the table and they uh raise their glasses again and they all start drinking you guys take a swig of your drinks uh monsoon reaches over go oh we got the food here uh terry bill and nil they're like ah <laughs> you guys gotta grab the food and they're yelling over at you um are you guys gonna go grab it uh menace you got the food right Okay, come on, Sid. Sid Junior one, Sid Junior two. Sid, I bring all the Sids over to get the food. Uh, so yeah, you walk over to the bar, and Monster's like laying out all these foods. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he keeps turning around. People are cheering in the background. He goes, "All right, I got three loggies. Uh, here's some breadsticks. Oh, we got the artichoke dip." And you're like getting stacked, like more and more food on you. And uh, the bar does some more crazy tricks. You look over and you see the bar. They're performing magic tricks, and uh, everyone's just like totally locked in on them. And they're like, they're doing like these crazy tricks and everyone's like, nobody's paying attention to anything. You look over at the bar and you see that they added like a, sh like a really uh, jagged sword. Um, you grab the rest of the drinks and menace to you, everything suddenly goes silent. Everything is still happening, but you don't hear anything. You see the bard, but you hear no sound. You hold the drinks, but you do not feel the weight of them. You see the bar, delicious hot food that you have in your hand, but you don't smell it. You look downward, your eyes widen. A large blade is skewered through the, your back with its tip punctured through the front of your belly. You see drops of your own blood drip from the sharp blade as it tips through and pierces through the fat of your stomach going, doing a clean cut all the way through. The blood spills all over the floor. You feel your shoulder pull back and you are leaned and somebody whispers into your ear, Edelram sends his regard. And that's where we're going to end this session. You motherfucker. Damn, dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank God I sent him to get the food. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
course, Menace is going to be a good buddy. That's what I think. I was like, Menace will do it. He'll go get the food. And that's where we're ending the session, boys. Welcome to the town of Dillmore. Yeah, Dillmore is intense. Yo, the moment we showed up and it was like, all right, here's three places. I was like, which one has the, sh the shittiest name? Because we are some degenerates and I know <laughs> we don't deserve no fancy yeah. place. <laughs> Look what happened. You got the shittiest place. You went to the mm -hmm. shittiest part of town and you were about to chow down on some breadsticks yep. and Minus got stabbed. Wouldn't have it any other way. You know, maybe, it wouldn't have wouldn't happened have if you stayed at a nicer <sighs> inn. Mm. At least I have plot armor. <laughs> I'm sorry? Plot armor. At least I got plot armor. <laughs> What's you that? You made me roll a perception check otherwise. Sheet. I don't see a character sheet on here. I have it right here. Features plot armor. I took that feat actually when I reached level four. <laughs> I I doubt I doubt I would get stabbed without rolling a perception check and I would just be killed. That would be fucked up. And I would uh leave the podcast. <laughs> so here's the thing, bud. Hey, we'll we'll talk about it right now before we go into the uh after thing. This was there was actually a check, but it wasn't up to you because it was a perception. This is a passive perception check because this oh. is a sneak attack. And you were in a crowded bar in a party. I did roll for it. That's fun. <laughs> um, so there was a chance uh that you could have seen it. Yeah. But I have I had rolled for it. Um and he beat your passive perception with a twenty-four. Yeah, I don't think anything was beating that. <laughs> yeah. I don't no. even think if I rolled it, I would have beaten it. <laughs> no. Um so would have had to be a nat 20 for me to even um but yeah that's it for episode 23 boys before we end the show do you got anything you want to plug of course the twitch of course the twitch but do you want to plug anything else you know um, the patreon's always great appreciate everyone who's already uh supporting us there love it love it thank you oh we got it you got to plug the patreon thank you everybody it's got unique content on there does have unique content, a lot of bloopers, some after shows, you know, us talking about the episode. On that TikTok, if you haven't if you haven't seen us on the TikTok and you're here, my goodness, you need to. Oh yeah, you can plug the check us out on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Videos every day. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you for checking it out. Thanks for stopping by. We hope you all have a great week. And uh, with that, we're just gonna move on to whom Bray is hero. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Later. Um, am I saying goodbye because Menace is dead or because the, it's the end of the episode? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> goodbye for now. <laughs> Toodaloo, motherfucker. First up, we have Sigic College alumni Ulrich Shield Dust, a mighty blacksmith of Humbrea and veteran adventurer. Ulrich owns many of forges around Humbrea. You'll find shield hot forges in different cities in South Trillis. Legend has it, he once used a shield as a frisbee decapitate a dragon. It was dope. Next, we have Humbrea's heroes. First, we have Artemis, brawler, gladiator, ferocious scrapper of the Kambuki pits. Artemis held the ultra featherweight title for three years before taking up scrapbooking. Joshua Weaver is Humbrea's famous tailor and leatherworker, making the finest travel bags any adventurer would need. For fun, he'll make a bag of devouring and sell it off as a normal bag. Not sure why he does this, but no adventure has complained yet. Probably because they were eaten. Pascal Elliot is a Humbrea's hero and artist for D&D 404. She's a wild magic artist, keeping the lands full of vibrant colors, defending us from the color beige. We cannot thank you enough. 
Last we have man with glass, full of sass and has one hell of a knack for glass blowing. Man with glass is now accepting pre-orders on new vases. Get them while you can. Thank you so much, loyal Patreon supporters. We love you. We can't thank you enough for supporting the podcast. I'm saying a lot of peace because I'm stressing out my pop filter that day and made me buy. See ya.